Better listen very carefully. A good martial artist does not become tense, but ready. Essentially, at this point, the fight is over. So you pretty much flow with the goal. Who is worthy to be trusted with the secret to limitless power? I'm ready. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another Bulletproof for BJJ podcast. I'm JT, and I'm here with Joey. What's up, guys? Natural Na- king. Natural. Natty. King of the natties. Unlike Mike O'Hearn. The three best upper body flexibility moves. So that's the thing about jiu-jitsu. It's awesome. Get mad skills. You also get mad tight. And shoulder injury is a bit of an issue. And so if we want to prevent them, we've got to spend some time working on the upper body. Shoulder, neck, upper back. Yeah, because that's the lower thing back, too. actually. It's, it, if you are not doing any kind of stretching or mobility work, you've got to get it in your game. So we have... And this is something Joey was saying before. This is something we will update from time to time. We change our... I don't think... We don't change our views on what matters, but the specific drills... Something new will come into, like, at least for me, I know something new will come in and be like, oh, yeah, oh, I haven't seen that variation or I actually haven't used that one a lot and then I'll use it for a bit and I'll be like, oh, actually, this is really good. And so just in that way, like, I think what we're getting at is always the same, but sometimes the specific drill will evolve over time. It will, and we go back and forth and yeah. I think it depends on our individual training. It does. If I'm doing more pressing, that'll mean, like, triceps and shoulders will be way tighter in that way or you're doing more pulling lats will be a lot tighter so it really depends on the type of training you're doing but we feel these three moves uh you get them into your routine you're going to feel way better yeah and these are all very accessible anyone can do them for sure so first cab off the rank number one is a deceptively simple one which is hanging now actually mr famous himself juji mufu released a whole like manual on the benefits of hanging and how to hang. Did he? Two-arm hanging, single-arm hanging. He would even use straps to make him hang longer than his grip could hold. Ah, interesting. And so even though, for those of you out there, if you don't know who Juji Mufu is, just put that um, J-U-J-I-M-U-F-U. He's a crazy guy, but he's very capable. Yeah. Very strong, very jacked, definitely not natty. Um, the anabolic acrobat. Anabolic acrobat. But he's actually a really smart guy. Yeah, he's he incredibly, he's incredibly intelligent. He knows his yeah. stuff, doesn't he? But the thing is, whenever he tries to do anything that seems intelligent or which is not him in a horse mask running around setting barbells on fire and throwing them and shit. Emptying bags of ground coffee into his face. face like, it just obviously doesn't get the views. So yeah, no one likes that. He doesn't do it. <laughs> but I remember watching a post where he was explaining how good hanging is for wrists, elbows, shoulders, and spine. Yeah. And he was just breaking it down. And I was like, Wow. John Cole, what, what a smart guy. Next minute, he's just like, I'm just going mental, right? Pink flamingos and shit. Pink flamingos, that's right. So I know for myself, um, when I hang, I don't get elbow aches. That's that's the thing it does for me. Oh, but, like, but you will get elbow aches if you don't yeah, if I just regular hanging? Yeah, if I just keep just doing the Mikhail, just yeah. flexing always, um, spending some time just allowing biceps and forearms to stretch, mm-hmm. I find it incredibly beneficial for elbows. Yeah. That's that's my thing. It's shoulders too. Yeah. But um, so if we're giving a prescription here, what do we recommend for people? I say when I, when I hang, I try to hang every every day to some degree. Yep. At least on the days when I'm, I'm in the gym. 
like if I'm hanging from a bar and my feet are whatever X distance from the ground, depending on the height of the bar, I'll notice that after say like over say a minute or two minutes, I've broken up into sets. My feet get closer, closer to the ground. To like the ground. You, it actually, you start to elongate. Yeah, it's and that's a really profound kind of feeling because you're like, holy shit! Like if I didn't do this, I'm sort of in a compressed, How compressed state in a way. Yeah. yeah, and the thing I'm going to advocate for here that the hang that I find actually most challenging is a, a supinated grip so your palms are facing you yeah because that puts you into a bigger stretch through your lats yeah whereas pronated it's not quite the same so for those of you out there shout out to mikhail because he would always struggle pull-ups versus chin-ups he always found this position harder because he had to externally rotate his hands yeah so when he was in the bottom he's like ah oh, oh, oh i feel the stretch yeah he couldn't handle it so yeah, myself, I, I like a kind of three three sets of a minute or so. Yep, and makes a huge difference. Yeah, I'd I agree with that. Three sets, probably for newer folks, you're gonna have to build up to a minute. Yeah, cumulatively, if you could get a couple of minutes a day, I think you're in. A, it's a really good place to be. Yeah, great, great for the the spine as well. Number two, sideline rotation. Now, this ticks a lot of boxes because a lot of people feel that it stretches their lower back, but really this is fantastic for the pec, anterior deltoid, like just opening up through the front. Yeah, and also thoracic spine. Thoracic rotation. Because, yeah, you're getting that rotation and then you're getting the extension. Yeah. Which is really nice. Like hanging, you know, hanging like whatever, maybe sometimes it's a bit uncomfortable on the hands. Mm. Certain stretches are like can be a bit uncomfortable. There's nothing uncomfortable about the side. Like I, this is the stretch I want to do every day. Yeah. Oh, I mean, you might feel you might feel a bit of pull in your shoulder. Like yeah, it's tight. So you're like, but oh, it's I'll like, but it's instantly relieving. It's great. I get a lot of pops through my back. Definitely. Yep. I I feel, and this is something that I feel I never thought about before, but it's come more to my attention in the last probably six months. Is the stretch through the lower back on the downside. So you've got one knee rolled over. We will do a video of these. So if you're not aware of what the drill is, you'll be able to see. But the 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 hip that is on the ground, the lat on that side, like the down low, I get big stretch there. Do you? So yeah, when I'm opening up on this side, the opposite hip to the shoulder that's being stretched, big stretch through obliques and oh wow, yeah. But that's just because I'm getting tight there. Yeah, and so great for the pecs, great for the anterior deltoid. Great for the spine. I think it is just one of those things that helps remedy the jiu-jitsu hunch. Yeah. So to do this, you lie on your side, you bring your, your knees together and you bring your knees up so that your hips are at 90 and your knees are at 90. And then you're going to use your bottom hand just to pin your knees down. And the idea is that your knees are going to stay pinned to the ground in that position. So your hips are facing in the direction of your knees. And then you're going to, with your top arm, make a big straight arm and you're going to reach as far forward as you can. And then you're going to draw a circle up and over your head. And the idea is that as you pass over the head, you're going to be rotating through the shoulders. So your shoulders are going one way, your hips are going the other. And you're going to go as far as you can until you feel a nice big stretch. And then you're just going to reset it and you go for reps. And I mean, ideally, you're trying to keep uh, the back of your hand on the ground if you can. But if you can't, that's cool too. Um, yeah, thumb. Th- if you're a bit, if you can't, thumb to the floor is a nice cue. Yeah, sweep that around. Yeah, and um, yeah, you'll be surprised. Just off a couple of reps, even just doing five of those, mm. it will get progressively better with every rep. And I mean, we generally prescribe for you to do say three sets of ten on each side. But even if you've got like very minimal time, 
one set of 10 will have you feeling better. Yeah. It's a fantastic move. Now, we will... Before I forget, please, people can get a guide to that stretch. And I'm trying... We don't have hanging there, but we've got um, on our website, bulletproofforbjj.com, if you go to the website, scroll around for about 10 seconds, pop up to download our ultimate guide to BJJ warm-up and cool-down. It's in And there. most of these stretches that we discuss are in there. It's for free. You just chuck in your email and you get the ebook. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, yeah. Joey, Joey put that together. It's actually a very valuable resource, so definitely check it out. Cobra. Cobra stretch. Yeah. It's this de- is new in my sphere. It's deceptive. It's I, variation. I, I, I fucked with it for a fair while... Um, because we used to do like kind of dive bomber, like Hindu kind of yoga style push-ups, whatever, when we did Taekwondo. Yeah. That was like a thing. I, I love the position. I like, love how, did you guys call them like karate push-ups? Or everyone calls them the something <laughs> they, else they push-up. They own them. <laughs> yeah, like there's the judo, the Hindu. Yeah, I think The dive bomber. Dive bomber was what my coach called it, but it's... <laughs> you have to make <laughs> the noise on every rep. <laughs> not, not very technical. <laughs> 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 it is deceptive in that most people would look at it and go, oh, yeah, that's like just some yoga shit. But then you're like, okay, do it. People who do Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu struggle with the Cobra. Oh, yeah. So here's where I, I've, I've shifted on the work coming to my sphere. The Hanging Cobra, which people would know if they've done our program for a while, it's, it's been in their huge favorite, but it's really intense. Very demanding. You're hanging on the rings and you're in this Cobra shape, so like big extension through your back, shoulders, and what I found, I kind of battled with this for a while. I was like, most of my jiu-jitsu people that I train can't do it. Yeah. Most of my, oh, it fucking hurts my abs so bad or hurts my shoulder, I got a bad shoulder. So it was too intense. And then I realized, man, the actual basic cobra stretch with the hands on the floor, where you're straightening the arms, lifting the chest and making this nice big arch, that's actually already intense enough. Mm. So it's a regression of the hanging version, right? Yeah. The beauty of it is, Think about jiu-jitsu. I was having this chat with Paul Smeebert yesterday. Yeah. We were working some guard retention. Okay. And when you're working hardcore guard retention, you're just abs. in this crunched ab flex position the whole time. The exact ante to that position is the Cobra. Mm. And I'm like, this is why it's such a valuable one for grapplers is because it really is just the exact opposite of where we spend a lot of our time grappling. Arms extended. Yep. Spine extended. Shoulders back and down. Yep. You know, it's, and if you do it with your legs together or at least pretty close together you get the hip Hip flexors flexors. you get the abs you get the chest yeah it's it's a great movement the thing that i have found where people struggle is wrists oh yeah people really because you can start basically the way you would start the position is just lying on your stomach lying prone hands just close to your shoulders and you can push up to your elbows but you push up on your hands as far as you can go and lock your elbows out now, if you want greater challenge, you bring your hands closer. So you bring your hands closer to your ribs yeah. to push up. And if you're really like good, you bring your hands almost to your hips and push like as far back as you can. Depends on... Depends you know, on length of things too. Short, yeah. lever lengths. When getting a couple of people to do this just a while back, to just be like, ah, ah, oh, my wrists, oh, my hands, I can't because they're so used to this, you get them to put their full weight through their hands like that and arch, they can't stay there for long. So if we're going to go to the Cobra position, uh, is it something you would rep, Joe, or is it something you would hold? I like to hold. I like to hold. It's kind of a hangout and just experience, breathe, try to relax in there. Yeah, what you can, like any time for people, like with hands on the floor, stuff like that, push-ups, dips, whatever, where it's painful, 
I just turn. turn the hands out a bit. Yeah. And with the Cobra, yeah, you can walk the hands even further forward. Yep. So now there's less angle on the wrist, but there's also less angle on the spine. Uh-huh. And that's a nice way if you find like, oh, like I say Paul was doing it yesterday and his hips were off the ground. Right. So you're like, that's probably a bit intense because you can't. So I said, get your hips on the floor, take your hands forward right. so you can find a point where you're not supporting heaps of weight mm-hmm. and then over time bring the hands back. Yeah. Nice. For it's, the super tight cats, actually, you can go off the elbows as well. Yeah, the elbows is just a way to get the thoracic moving because a lot of people yeah. kind of curse through the upper back. But, I mean, there it is, my friends. Quite simple, but it works. Like, trust me when I say this. Like, a lot of people say to me, oh, what would you do? This is exactly what I would do. Like, it's this is what we do do. This is what we do. So, I, I often have people try and talk around what we've already discussed. Mm. Like, we've got an episode about that. That shit we talked about, that's what we're about. We're fucking about it every fucking day. But they're like, yeah, yeah, but, but yeah. But what about sumo deadlift? What, what do you do? <laughs> it's like, I'm telling you, man, it's surprising because people want something to be complicated and technical. Doesn't need to be. These three things, hanging, three sets of a minute, sideline rotations, you know, couple sets, five to 10 each side, Cobra, Hanging out, how long would we be there? Three sets of 45 seconds? Yeah. You know, a minute if you can, but it's prob- it's kind of intense. You can get this thing good. done in 10 minutes. Yeah. Maybe a little bit more. Yeah. And you're going to feel better for it, and your upper body is going to thank you. So please, my people, I beg you, try it. Thank us later. You'll love it. Peace. Peace.